This is Beth Moraver here, chapter notes on President James Monroe. Um, so basically, James Madison, during his presidency, Monroe was his Secretary of State. So after Madison's, uh, after Madison's presidency, he nominated James Monroe for the presidency. And then, so Monroe really didn't have any difficult opposition because his opponent, a Federalist named Rufus King of New York, only got 34 ballot votes and Monroe got 183. So he pretty much um, wiped the floor with him. Uh, when Monroe entered office, he was 61, he was 61 years old and he really got around. He was a soldier of the revolution, he was a diplomat, diplomat, and he was Madison's Secretary of State. So he entered the office under what seemed like remarkably favorable circumstances, quote unquote, from the book. Um, and then there was like pretty much the decline of the Federalists, so he really had no opposition, he didn't have any foreign, or foreign threats, there really was good smooth sailing. Then he made this big goodwill tour, which he was the first president since Washington to actually make a tour around the country. And he went to like all these cities and kissed babies and hugged people. I don't know. So that was good. And then a Federalist newspaper in Boston commented on him and said that it was an air of good feelings and that it was going to be a good presidency. So he had a lot of support from all over the place, pretty much. Um, until, of course, 1819, when there was the big panic of 1819, because there was uh, high foreign demand for American farm goods and high prices, and then the banks gave out easy credit, which screwed everyone, and it was just bad all around. So that plunged the nation into six years of depression under Monroe, so that, that was not good at all. Um, but then uh, Monroe's other big thing was the Missouri Compromise. And uh, it was just, they adopted the Thomas Amendment, which said that Maine would be admitted to the uh, United States as a free state and Missouri would be a slave state. So they had their little compromise. And then nationalists in both North and South um, were pretty happy with this. It was a good resolution for danger of the Union, but there was a big debate because of like the balance of free states versus slave states and all that. Uh, Monroe's other big thing was the Latin American Revolution because um, his administration pretty much said like they had nationalism as their foreign policy so I don't know what that's about but uh, yeah so but the Latin America was rising up against Britain because they wanted the trade title so then Monroe helped out Latin America because he believed it would strengthen America's position on trade so America claimed neutrality, but they were really helping the revolutionaries with supplies and all that. So it really wasn't neutral, but they said it was, so whatever. Um, in 1822, Monroe had good relations with La Plata, Chile, Peru, Colombia, and Mexico, all of Latin America. And he called it the Monroe Doctrine and said that the U.S. would consider uh, a challenge to sovereignty unfriendly. So he was pretty much just like, back off, you know. Um... This was all of his stuff was an important expression of the growing U.S. nationalism movement and established the U.S. as a dominant power in the Western Hemisphere. So that's about it for President Monroe. Bye.